Hallelujah. Let's pray and ask God uh, the Holy Spirit guidance right now. Holy Spirit, come in this place. Speak to your people. Open up our spiritual eyes to receive it from you, Lord. Not from us, from man. You are going to receive all the glory for what you, you did, for all the miracles, and also for this word that doesn't belong to me, but it's your word. And we are here just as one instrument to share it to your people. And I pray, bless everyone in this church, everyone who's listening to me right on the internet, Lord. Bless their lives, their family, touch their hearts. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Blood brother, today I'm going to start a new series of message. I'm going to start a new series of message that will bless your life. Amen? Amen. And uh, as you know, Fabiana and I just arrived from Brazil. And God really blessed us there. Uh, we visited many churches uh, in different cities. We preached the gospel in different places there. And we saw God moving and delivering many people, saving people, delivering people, and healing many, many people. And I also, we saw many miracles instantly. God performing many miracles instantly. It was wonderful. And I am very happy for what God has done so far. But I am very excited for what God will do here in these days. Amen? Hallelujah. And he will do in our midst and in your life. Do you believe? Yes. Do you really believe? Yes. Hallelujah. I believe that God will visit us in these days in a very powerful way. And he will do supernatural things in your life. Do you, do you believe? Amen. When you believe, please say Amen. Because when you say amen, God says, oh, he believes in me. <laughs> because God is watching you, okay? When you say amen, Lord, Lord says, okay, this believe in me and I'm going to perform something in his life. Amen. Because, my beloved brothers, here we have many things written. It's all for you. But it's for those who believe. It, it's for everybody. Everybody can receive, but just those who believe. Amen? And it's important when you say, Amen, God. Yes, I believe. Do you know what means amen? Amen, amen means I believe. Yes, I believe. Yes, Lord. You are going to do that. Amen? Hallelujah. And the series of message is greater things. Do you believe that God has greater things for you? And, uh, yeah, hallelujah, yes. <laughs> God, you do greater things in your life. And this series is greater things. And today's word is believe. Do you believe it? Yes. Do you believe that God, you do great things in your life? Yes. Hallelujah. Blood brother, most of people that I talk to or I counsel them, will tell me at some point. 
I feel like God has more for me. Do you think the same? How do you feel? Do you feel that God has more to give you? Or are you satisfied? Or are you thirsty, hungry for more of God? Because God has more for me and has more for you. Or do you feel that your spiritual life is okay? I don't feel that my spiritual life is okay. I want more of God. I want to receive more of God. And this is what I'm going to teach you and to give this word. That God, you speak to your life. Because you could have a better life. You could have a better life. Do you feel that your emotional life is okay? Your marriage is okay? Or do you feel that your marriage can improve? Your spiritual life can improve, become better. Your professional life can become also better. Your finances can become better, yes. God wants to bless us in every area of our life. Dear ones, we must be thankful for everything we have. Pay attention. We must be thankful to, for everything we have. But we need to seek more from God every day. Amen. Do you believe it? Yes. We need to be thankful. Thank you, Lord, for what we have. But I want more. Do you want more of God? Yes. yes. No one likes, my beloved brothers, to feel that the years are passing by. And nothing is happening. No one likes. It's a bad feeling. It's horrible. I believe that all of us, those who are listening to me right now in this church, those who are listening to me on the internet, they want to feel that their, their life is okay. Or you have lived the best of God. And that your life is worth it. And, and what you have done is important. Every one of us have that in mind. At the bottom of our hearts, each one of us wants to be relevant. We wish to have a life that makes a difference to our family, to our people, to the ones we love, and to the world. All of us. I want to have a relevant life. And how about you? Our message series will be based on this tremendous statement of Jesus. That we are going to read now. In the, in, the, in the gospel of John 14 verse 12. Let's read all together. This is a tremendous statement. And all these Series of message, I don't know, maybe three or four messages, I'm not sure. But it's going to be based in this, on this verse. Let's read all together, please. I tell you the truth. Whoever believes in me, you do the works I have been doing. And they and will do even greater things than this. Because... I am going to the Father. My blood brothers, we are going to read again. Amen? 
We're going to read again. Pay attention, please, in every word. Every word you are reading. Please, pay attention. I tell you that, all together, please. I tell you the truth. Whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than this. Because I'm going to the Father. How many of you believe in what Jesus said? How many of you believe? Jesus said, I am telling you the truth. Jesus is not a liar. He is not lying. He is not lying to you. He said, I am telling you the truth. And Jesus said that the one who believes. He started, the one who believes. This is a condition, my beloved brothers. This is a condition. The one who believes. He said something about you and about me. But there is a condition. He said, the one who believes, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It's for those who? Believe. How many of you believe? Yeah, yeah just 50% believe. Good. <laughs> How many of you believe? Oh, now 80%. Oh, improved. How many of you, of you believe in Jesus? Oh, now 100%. Hallelujah. <laughs> but those who believe, you do the works I have been doing. My blood brothers, can you imagine how these words came to Peter, James, and John's ears? The disciples' ears. Can you imagine? Jesus said, you will do the works that I have done and even greater things than this. Can you imagine? Wow. That's why the name of this series of messages is Greater Things. And I have a question to you. Do you really understand what Jesus said here in this verse? Do you really understand? This is what I want to share to you. Because maybe what Jesus said you didn't understand. And this is why I'm going to share with you. It's really that we will do a bigger things than Jesus did. I'm going to ask again, is it really that we will do bigger or greater things that Jesus did? Jesus was the greatest man that has lived on earth. How many of you believe that? Amen. Jesus was the greatest, but no one like him. Will we really do bigger things than the greatest man? <laughs> what does this verse mean? This is a, a word that I want to share to you. How can we do bigger things than Jesus did? 
can we, beloved brothers, operate more powerful miracles than Jesus? Can we have more impact than the man who has changed the history of humanity? <laughs> I honestly don't think that this is what Jesus was saying. I don't believe. In all my years of walking with Jesus, and I am walking with Jesus for 38 years. <laughs> 38 years. Maybe it's more than your age. I am walking with Jesus, following him. And I do not know anyone who rose someone from the dead after four days. I don't know. I do not know anyone who multiplied bread and fed 15,000 people. I do not know. In 38 years that I am living, I never saw that. I do not know anyone who spit on the ground, made mud with saliva, and then anointed someone's eyes and restored their vision. I never saw it. Of course... I have seen many, many miracles. Okay? I have seen uh, blind people being healed. I have seen that. Many blind people being healed. I have seen that. And of, of course, I have seen miracles that happened after my prayers. Yes. Uh, but I do not believe that it was what Jesus is talking about. Okay? Don't say your pastor is an unbeliever. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I really believe in, in miracles. I believe in miracles. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. I believe in a living in a supernatural life. And I have no doubts that supernatural things can happen through our prayers. In, on this trip to Brazil, I prayed for many people. In, on, in the, I had seminars, I had services in different towns, different states. And many people received instant miracles. As soon as I prayed for people, many people, sometimes like hundreds of people in one minute, in, in one second, they got healed. They started saying, I had pain and I was healed. And I remember a man come to the meeting uh, uh, in crutches, and he was in, with pain in his legs, and his leg was destroyed, he had an accident, and he was using crutches, and then I prayed for him, and suddenly said, no more pain, pastor, and then he went home walking without crutches anymore, that happened, but I don't think Jesus was talking about that. This is what I'm going to show to you today. But I believe in this text, in this text that we read, that is not what Jesus is saying. But what I believe Jesus was saying, that ordinary people, the ones full of the Holy Spirit, people like me and you, would be given even greater power than him, 
because the same power would be in many people. Okay? Because he's saying, or he was only one man. Jesus was only one man full of the Holy Spirit. And we would be many people full of the Holy Spirit. Amen? We are many people full of the Holy Spirit. The early church did extraordinary miracles. And extraordinary things. Things that Jesus still wants to do through me and through you. Can you say amen? amen? And I believe that. That in this text Jesus is not saying that no one you will be greater than he. No one. If you had this understanding, please, no one will be greater than he. There is no one, and there will never be anyone like Jesus. Can you say amen? amen. This is a great opportunity. No one like him. No one is going to be greater than he. No one. This is what I, what I, I, I really believe. But he's calling us to be bigger with him. <laughs> Did you get the point? He's calling us to be greater with him. Amen. Not be greater than him, but to be greater together with him. Can you say amen? amen. <laughs> to be greater than ourselves. Greater than everyone around us greater than your our thoughts and about ourselves and yourself through him you can with him you can i want to read philippians 4:13 i can do all things through Christ who? Strength me. Let's read all together. I can do all things through Christ who? Strength me. I can do all things because he helps me. I, he gets me up. He strengthens me. This is the point. I can do it with him. Through him, through his spirit in me. In us and in you. Amen. Jesus' declaration of doing greater things. Fits with this feeling that we have at the bottom of our hearts. Beloved brother. Remember. I, I said to you in the beginning. I have some desire in my heart. I want to be a better person. I want to fulfill God's calling. Do you have this desire? Yeah. And this affirmation of Jesus, like uh, this declaration of doing greater things, like is the same that what Jesus said. And also is the same that we have in our heart because I want to, to be more useful to God. I want to do God's will. And then God said, Jesus said, you are going to do greater things. More than we have experienced. I want to read 1 Corinthians 2 9. 
First Corinthians 2 9. Let's read all together, please. As it's written, what? No eyes has seen, what no ears has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who? How much of you love Him? Do you love Him? And God has greater things. Things that no eyes has seen, no ears has heard, no mind has conceived, or God has greater things for you. Do you believe that? But this is not for everybody. It's for those who believe. Then this is a condition. You have to believe. And God has greater things for those who love him. Amen. God is, tell, God is telling you, my brother and sister, I have something bigger for you. God is telling you, I have something bigger for you. I want to give you more. I have better things in store for you. Do you believe that? Yes. Beloved brothers, living a basic life is not for us. Living a basic life or... I do not want to live a mediocre life. I don't want to live this basic mediocre life. I want to live the plans of God for my life. Amen. And how about you? <laughs> if you continue living this mediocre life, this medium life, we will pay a very high price at the end of our lives. If you keep living this way, you are living now. In the way that you are seeking the Lord, in the way that you are praying, in the way that you are reading this Bible, at the end you are going to pay a very high price. Or maybe you have already started paying for it. Maybe this bill has arrived in your life. And you are going to say, my life is not okay, pastor. Because I neglected many things. Because I didn't believe in God like you are teaching today. And I am paying very high price. I am suffering. My marriage suffered. My spiritual life suffered. And I am suffering. Because I didn't obey God. Worst of all is that many who had dreams and expectations... But we are not allowed to live their dreams are now getting old and bitter. You are in the church for many years. And you didn't, you didn't grow. And you are the same man, the same woman. And many of you are blaming others, everyone else. Some people say... Uh, I am in this way because of my leader. Oh, no, no, I, I am in this way because of my boss. Because my boss is not, is not a, a good person. He don't give me value. Uh, it's my spouse's fault. My husband or my wife is not myself. I am the right one. It's COVID fault. The pandemic. This is my life. I am broken. 
is the COVID fault. So on, or, but this is not true. Do you agree with me? Yeah. This is not true. We should not blame. Pay attention. We should not blame what is around us, but rather what is inside us. Okay? Don't blame others. Stop blaming others. The problem is inside of you. All your troubles you have, it's inside of you. Don't blame others, please. The problem is our arrogance. Our will to be greater than others. Lack of humility. Lack of forgiveness. Many attack others for their own mistakes and choices. And we are attacking our brothers and sisters for our faults. We blame our partners. We blame our children. We blame our church and our parents. But the real issue is what is within us. We get bitter over lost opportunities. I'm going to say again. We get bitter over lost opportunities. I am sure you have said... You have said in the past, I will be used by God. I'm going to help many lives. I'm going to make a difference. But then you did nothing and stayed in the same place. You had many dreams, but you did nothing. With this kind of attitude, you miss out on God's plan for you. That wonderful purpose that God planned for you. I want to read Psalms 139, 16. Psalm 139, 16, 17. Let's read all together, please. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast. Is the sum of them. I have seen people missing out on these wonderful plans. Because of unresolved issues within themselves. God has good plans, my beloved brothers, for me and for you. But because of these issues inside of you. Then the things doesn't work. How many of you are getting old, making towards death, walking towards death, and still attached to banal things from this life? How many of you, you are attached to things that are holding your life? You are in the church for a long time and still fight with people. Fight with pornography. Fighting with sin in your life. Speaking in the other's back. And so many kind of sin. My beloved brothers, we need to say, Lord, I want to repent from all these things in my life. Some people die and no one misses them. 
I want to ask you, if, if, you, if today you pass away, will the people miss you? Have you touched many people? Some people, they moved away to another town, another country, and no one misses them. No one. If you pass away today, will the people miss you? I, that woman touched my life. That man, he helped me. Have you, are you fulfilling God's plan for your life, my beloved brothers? Are you fulfilling God's plan? And this is God's desire. We are on this earth to fulfill God's plan. Can you say amen? amen. Say with me, I am in, on this earth. I am in this earth to fulfill God's plan. Amen. And the fact is that we can be much better. You can be greater. You can be better. Amen? Amen? Or maybe you have been rejected. You may want to say, Pastor, you don't know my past. You don't know my past. Where I came from. I have been rejected. I have been born in a poor family. In a poor country. Look my background. I was abused. I have suffered a lot. But you cannot say that there is no way out. Or that you were born in misery and you, you die in it. You cannot say that. Because God has good plans for your life. Amen. Amen. God is the one who forgives your past and gives you a new life and better life. And this is what Jesus said. I have a greater life and for, your, for you. Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. Jesus said, I have greater life for you. God has bigger things for you. Do not let yourself think. Think. In your own sin, your bitterness, your lack of humility, your lack of forgiveness, your resentment and wrong decisions. Do not hold on to the past that prevents you from being better. Please. You suffered, you are abused, but God can do new things through your life. Blood, blood, you don't know my life. I was a young man. Full of addiction. With a perverted life. I was totally destroyed. And today God using a man like that. He can, he can transform you and can use you. If you allowed, if you believe. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, he who believes in me, you do greater things, extraordinary works. And God is inviting you. He's calling you. He's calling you, walk with me. Believe in me. If you surrender, I can make you much better. Amen? If you believe, he can make you better. And the first step to experience greater things is believing in God and in his word. Which one is the first step? Is believing in God. And his word. This is the first step. Jesus said, I am telling you the truth. I tell you the truth. I'm not lying to you. 
Your life can be greater, can be better. And Jesus said, anyone who believes in me, he will experience greater things. Anyone who believes, he will experience greater things. Hallelujah. Do you believe? And what's going to happen in your life? You're going to experience greater things. This is not calling you and me, my beloved brothers, to be, to be bigger than him, okay? I'm, I'm going to repeat. He's not calling you and me to be bigger than him. Jesus is calling us to be greater with him. Amen? Greater with him, not greater than him. Amen? Is Jesus in your life? Yes or no? Is Jesus in your life? Yes. So you can do better. You can do better. You can be a, a better husband. You can be a better wife. You can be a better worker. You can be a better evangelist. You can be a, a better uh, employee. Amen. Yes. You can be a better worker in your job. You can do better. Because he lives inside of you. He lives in you. What does it mean to experience greater things? What, what does it mean to be great for God? I have a question. Think about what greatness might mean for you. It's, it's very different from what means to God. Maybe what is great, great, great for you is different for God. Okay? You might consider great your problem. Okay? Great may be your problem or maybe your debts that you have to pay. Or your illness is great. Your sickness is great. Your depression, your anxiety. Great for you is the pile of clothing that you have to wash and ironing. Maybe on Monday. <laughs> this is great. Great is your tiredness to take care of your children that they are teenagers and it's not easy. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> and they are in, in difficult phase. But what does greatness or living great things in God really mean? This is the question. Is being, is being great Leave the everything behind and become a, a missionary in North Korea, do you think? Does, does, being, does being great mean being prosperous and having a lot of money? Is to have the best job? I believe that being great has to see with how we approach God and how we see life. Yes, for we can all come close to God and see life in different ways. Amen. And most of us are living one okay life. Most of us. You are living one okay life and we are satisfied. This is the problem. And I am finishing now. The problem for many of you, you don't have the greater or the better 
because you are satisfied with this okay life. Or maybe a good life. And I, I want to ask you, how is your life? Answer me, how is your life? It's okay. You are going to say, ah, it's okay. It's good. This is your problem. Because it's okay, it's good. This is a ve very dangerous kind of answer. What did I say? This is a very kind danger of answer. Ah, it's okay. It's okay. My relationship with people around me is not well. But it's okay. I am serving God. Or, no, I don't pray. But it's okay. I am a, I am a believer, pastor. My life is not so good. But I go to church every Sunday, pastor. It's okay. My marriage is not well, but it's okay. <laughs> this is so dangerous. My spiritual life is more or less, but it's okay, pastor. It's okay. I can manage. This is a dangerous life. You are going to abort the plan of God because you are saying it's okay when it's not okay. You have to repent from your sins the way that you are living. You have to say, God, this is sin and I need to repent from all these things in my life. Amen. You cannot say that it's okay when it's not okay. Amen. Many people are living in the survival mode. Do you know what is the survival mode? It's bad, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, they are bored, depressed, and confused because of this kind of life. Because they have confirmed with the kind of life they are living. This is what the first question I asked you, how is your spiritual life? Maybe you're going to say, it's okay, pastor. My life is not okay. I'm not happy with the life I have today. I'm not happy. Did you know? I'm not happy. Why? Because I want more of God. I want to know more of God. I'm not happy. And how is your life? This is your problem. You are stuck in your spiritual life. You're married in every area of your life. And God has a better plan. God has greater things for you. And those who believe in this kind of life. And surrender to the Lord. Repent from their sins. Then your life is going to be transformed. Hallelujah. Have you heard the expression? The good is the enemy of the great. Have you heard that? The good is the enemy of the great. Because you think that your life, no, but my life is okay. You mean, no, it's not okay. I know it's not okay. Because you can have an excellent life, a better life, greater life. This is what Jesus said. You can have a greater life. Do you believe that? Yes. Just for those who believe. If you don't believe, you're going to keep in this kind of life, more or less. Then we are going to have here a more or less Christian, 
more or less leader of cell meeting, more or less wife, more or less husband, not excellent. Then you are happy with the life that you are living. And I need to declare to you, we need to repent from this sin. Because the Bible says we have to be hot or cold. Because you are lukewarm, the Lord said. You know, I don't need to say. Because you are in the middle. It's okay. It's not okay. You need to be thirst for God. No eyes has seen, no ears has heard what God has prepared for those who love them. If you love the Lord with all your heart, you are going to see great things. You are going to see miracles. You are going to see the move of God. You are going to see the Holy Spirit move in your life. And we need to repent. Please stand up right now. Let's stand up. And now it's a time to repent from this kind of life. Ah, it's okay. It's not okay. This is a kind of sin. This is a kind of sin. We get comfortable in our Christian routine and you lose out on the opportunity to live greater things. Because you are so comfortable in your life, comfortable in your marriage, you are going to lose the greater things that God has for your life. But I, I, I am here as a prophet of God for your life today. To give a word for you that God has greater things for you. Do you believe it? Amen. Do you believe it? Amen. Do you receive this word? Amen. Glory to God. You cannot be satisfied with the more or less. No, no. You need to say, God, I am hungry for you. I am thirst for you. I want more of you. I, I'm going to seek you with all my heart. I'm going to see you. Hallelujah. Close your eyes, please. Close your eyes. You start praying right now. Close your eyes. Start praying. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Whoever thinks they are good enough, you be stagnant. But whoever thinks they know everything and does not submit to God's word, we walk in pride. And we'll fall. And soon you'll be frustrated. Oh, Lord, is, the Lord is calling you. Come to my presence. Repent from your sins. Oh, please, please, look back to your life. Now it's time for repentance. Now it's time for you to say, Lord, I want more of you. Maybe your life is lukewarm. Not cold, not hot, but lukewarm. And you need to say, Lord, I want more of you. I'm not satisfied. And maybe you need to take one decision in your life. I'm going to seek you. I'm going to pay a high price to seek the Lord. Maybe you are away from the meetings. You don't go to the cell meetings. You don't go to the meetings. You are just a, a Sunday service person. Then you need to repent. You need to say, Lord, I want to seek you with all my heart. I will repeat to you what Jesus said. I tell you the truth. Whoever believes in me 
will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things. Because I am going to the Father. May God open your eyes for you to realize that he has greater things prepared for you. Father, start praying right now. Start praying. God will open your, your eyes. Maybe you never had a vision from God. And God will open your eyes to have a vision from Him. Maybe you never listen God's voice. Never. And God will open your ears. Because God said, no eyes has seen. No eyes. No ears have heard. No mind has conceived what I have prepared for you. And maybe God is going to open up your eyes, spiritual eyes, to see Him today. Maybe God will open your eyes to see your sins that you have sinned. Maybe you are accusing people that they are wrong, but the wrong is you. Because the problem is inside of you. And you need to repent before the Lord. Please pray right now. Give your life to Jesus right now. Maybe your life is not okay because you never gave your life to Jesus Christ. And today is the day. You need to repent from your sins. And you need to say, Jesus, I accept you in my life as your Savior. Maybe this is your problem. And you need to consecrate your life right now. You need to give yourself. You need to say, Jesus, I never gave my life to you. But today... I listen to your voice. And today I am giving my life to you. If this is your case, please pray after me and say, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I give my life to you. My life belongs to you. I accept you. Forgive my sins. Forgive my sins. I accept you in my heart. You are my Lord and my Savior. I'm going to follow you all the days of my life. My life belongs to you. And I give you my life. In Jesus' name. Maybe, maybe you are in the middle. You are serving Lord, but not hunger for Him. And God wants to open up your heart. This is now this prayer for you that is a Christian. But you know your life is not okay. You are in between holiness and sin. You are loving the world. You are loving sin. And you need to repent. And you need to say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. This is for you that are believer. But you are in between the middle. And you have to say, Lord... I want to be thirsty. I want to give more of me, myself, to you. Repent from your sins, please. You have to humble yourself. You are so proud. Humble yourself. Restore a relationship with people, please. And God will exalt you. The only thing God needs is your availability. Humility and broken heart to use you. You need to have a broken heart. Amen. To humble yourself before God and before people that you don't honor us. And pray with me and say, Lord. Lord. All of you say, Lord. Lord. Forgive, forgive me. I repent from my sins. 
I humble myself. I want to restore my life. Before you. And before people. I love you Lord. And I believe. You have greater things for me. Today I submit myself to you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to serve you faithfully. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Let's applaud the Lord. To live a great life, the first step is a decision. And you have to take this decision today. Amen? Yes. You have to decide, I'm going to live a greater life. Amen? And next week, we are going to have the second part of this message, Greater Things. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Have a great week in Jesus' name. God bless you.